Hi everyone, welcome back to another bonus episode of the Inner Path Podcast. I'm your host, Bia, and as always, I'm really, really excited to be back. Um, today, I wanted to give you a few updates uh, where I've been in my life, and basically, there's just so much happening in the upcoming months, and I feel like I've been growing a lot, learning a lot about myself and about just my reality in general. And I want to talk about it because I feel like it's going to help you, you know, understand my process. Um, there's this saying that goes like um, new, dev- new, new level, new devil, which basically means like every time you're leveling up, you face challenges. And the way you handle those challenges is kind of will determine how you level up or whether you maybe, you know, stay the same or whatever. Um, because obviously for you to transform, you need to allow yourself to go through the process of, you know, being in the cocoon, which means being in the dark, maybe being unclear, feeling a bit lost, feeling a bit scattered, feeling a bit anxious, or, you know, dealing with some kind of heartbreak or emotional challenge. That's kind of the cocoon phase. And then you go into the like breaking out of the cocoon, which is how you evolve into the butterfly, right? So that's what I mean by that. Like, it's how you deal with a challenge. It's how you leave the cocoon that will determine whether you become the butterfly or not. And and I really want to talk about it because I feel like I am leveling up. Like, I, I can feel that I'm transforming and kind of, you know, it's be a 2.0 or 3.0 or something. Um, I truly feel like I've been learning so much like the last couple of months with the Mercury retrograde and the eclipse season and spring season. Because for some reason, I feel like the beginning of spring or the spring equinox, like that shift of energy for some reason was so intense for me this year. Um, I guess I've never noticed if it usually is, but it's like growth calls me during these moments. And I just felt like it was time There was so much happening internally and externally, you know, people leaving my life and my business just feeling unaligned and feeling like I wasn't being my full authentic self and having to take a step back and just pause and and take a break and literally being off my phone for like a few days. And when I mean off of my phone means that like I literally did not like I wasn't on my phone for like four days, I think, because I left it at home and I went to like my grandma's for four days. And that was a challenge. And it allowed me to see that I was kind of avoiding certain emotions and certain feelings that I was just pushing back because I was missing someone and I did not want to deal with that feeling of loss, that feeling of like just... I guess grief, not just because of the person itself, but, you know, you also grief your own expectations. Like when things don't go according to your plan or don't go according to what you daydreamed about or what you thought was supposed to happen or what you thought was the right way, quote unquote, right? And you have to grieve all of that. It's a grieving process. And and that's what I realized. I needed to grieve. And, And for the last two months, that's the process that I've been in. I, I had to deal with so much grief, like loss and, and 
And you know, I I can honestly say that I just didn't expect this year to go as it's going at all. Um, And talking about year, it's actually been an entire year since I have um, started this podcast, which is so crazy. Like I didn't realize that it had been that long, but it has. I received a notification on my email the other day and I was like, what the hell? Like, I cannot believe it's been a year and it's been almost a year since I broke out of my seven year relationship. So it's like, I really did not expect this year to go as it's been going from that moment, but also since the beginning of 2023, I I thought this year would be a bit a bit smooth, you know, smooth. <laughs> um, like it, it wouldn't. I felt like there weren't, that wouldn't, huh? Like, what I mean to say is, I thought that it would be less challenging. I thought that it would be, like, more chill. (laughs) Like, things felt like, you know, I was figuring it out. I knew where I wanted to go. So, okay, okay, like, there's a clear path ahead. I'm just going to walk down there, and I know what to expect. I know exactly what I'm going to encounter. And I knew it was going to be hard at some points, but I just didn't know that it was going to go like the complete opposite direction or that I would face so many challenges and and ups and downs and and I guess the human brain naturally kind of wants or expects things to go smoothly and like okay now that I know what I want like that's simple or now that I'm in a relationship like that's done like no like even if you get the thing that you desire the most, you're still going to have challenges after that because you still have to maintain a certain mindset and a certain emotional well-being. And, and there's all of these things that kind of uh, influence your life. It's not just one little thing. Like your personal life influences your job and and like your emotional well-being influences your relationships and your identity crisis influences everything and and I feel like I had so many identity crises because I am rediscovering myself I am learning more about who I am and more about who I'm not which is something that I really want to talk about the on the podcast like about the identities and and how we like the idea that we have of ourselves because I think this is such a powerful conversation to have and it's something that I know a lot of people, including myself, struggle with. But it's like, you know, I I think I, I've been rediscovering myself because it's the first time in my life since I've been single. Like, since I was a kid, there was always, like, a boy that I liked, a crush, like, someone. And I guess there is someone, but it's he's not there So, like, this is the first opportunity that I have to actually, like, move on and and free myself from the idea that romance is the only thing that I live for. Because I've always been a hopeless romantic and it's so easy for me to kind of, like, attach myself to that and forget about all of the other things. Like, forget about my entire existence, forget about my career and my friends and my family and, and suddenly that person is the only thing that matters and it was really hard letting go of the expectation that me and this other person would work out but it's been like what I realized is that although I wasn't expecting this year to to be so bumpy let's say like I was expecting the road to be smooth and 
and no problems like it's been raining and it's been foggy and the road is bumpy as fuck right but i think that i needed that i needed that because i needed to understand certain parts of myself that i've been i guess integrating more honoring more accepting more an example and i think this was a big one because there there was like two major lessons i think that i've been learning um from this i guess period and season of my life one of them and i think it's finally because i already kind of knew about this but this is the first time that i'm actually being able to integrate it which is i've always been very judgmental about myself and about my feelings like very dismissive of them or like oh that's silly that's stupid like i shouldn't feel this way or i hate that i feel this way and and kind of being like i don't know being harsh on myself for feeling the way that i felt being harsh on myself for feeling sad or being harsh on myself for feeling angry feeling like a bad person because i'm feeling a certain way and it's very easy for you to kind of discard your emotions or want to ignore them when you feel like they shouldn't be there but i've been kind of creating this space of not of non-judgment yeah non-judgment which is basically like i i've been allowing myself to feel through this process of grieving i think it's it's really the first time that i'm like fully opening up to like embracing my emotions embracing when i'm feeling angry or jealous or when i'm feeling kind of sad or lonely or horny or you know everything like literally embracing everything like it, it it's been a really beautiful process and i've been feeling really supported by myself and i think it has allowed me to see that it is possible to like make peace with my emotions and and since i've been accepting them it's it has become i guess less hard like it's still uncomfortable and obviously there's still emotions that are really really hard to process and feel because it hurts right but it i find that it has been a lot better since i've allowed myself to just be okay with them like okay i'm sad let me cry like sometimes i just cry randomly before i go to bed because i'm thinking about some things and maybe that day went great like really it was productive i was happy i was doing a lot of things that i love but then it like suddenly i think about a certain person or certain things and i remember and then it makes me want to cry and maybe before i would like hate myself for it but i'm realizing how normal it is to feel the way that i feel how normal it is to crave someone that was so good for me how normal it is to feel sad that that person is not in my life anymore to feel angry um at myself for letting myself love this person like it's okay that i get to feel all of this like i don't have to feel ashamed of the way that i feel and and that process has been really important for me obviously this is something that you come back to every time like every time you're learning a new lesson you're just not you're not going to just learn it once you're not going to just like oh that's it and that's it like you're going to understand it 
But then you're going to be relearning it over and over again on a deeper and deeper level because, because integrating that takes time. Like fully embodying the non-judgmental instead of like the more kind of parental dismissive and invalidating or shaming persona like it takes time it's not just something that you do once and that's it like even if you do it once maybe you might not do it next time it's just the same as setting boundaries maybe you set boundaries once it doesn't mean that the next time won't be challenging still like you will still have to face that challenge a few times for you to fully integrate it and and you know i'm really grateful for all the challenges that i've been facing lately because although they have been hard and they're not like it's not necessarily what i desired you know i didn't desire to have to move on from this person or the situation like i didn't desire any of that obviously but it is happening and there's nothing i can do about it and and from a place where i'm at right now which is like i guess i feel like i am leveling up and i am becoming this better version of myself that has integrated more of those lessons i understand why i needed to face these challenges and i understand why i needed to learn how to be single for real (laughs) and it feels a bit scary it's the first time that i'm single in like maybe eight nine years so it's a lot but i think it's important for me to like be able to you know heal the wounds that i have for my previous relationships and and learn about myself even more learn about how to you know find happiness and and entertain myself and actually have fun and live a passionate life without necessarily being about romance and falling in love like sure falling in love is amazing i mean i think all of us kind of love that or at least most of us especially if you're a hopeless romantic But it's like, it's not the only type of excitement there is. Life is so full. Life is so big. Life is so abundant. And I want to experience life on all these other levels that usually get left behind because I get hyper-focused or basically obsessed with that one person, with the one, with my romantic partner, or with the potential one at least, right? And and it's been i i understand how important this part of my life is so although it's a bit scary and intimidating i am ready to embrace it but obviously it took me two fucking months to <laughs> to finally be able to say that so also don't feel guilty if you're not there yet like don't feel guilty or or be okay with the fact that you're not there yet maybe that you don't feel glad or grateful or or nothing but like angry and frustrated and and whatever like it's okay that you you have these feelings towards the challenges that you're facing or towards the things that are happening in your life like it gets to be okay because i also felt those things and i still do sometimes like sometimes i wonder why me why the fuck is this happening like why do i have to deal with this why again do i have to deal with the breakup and and the the heartbreak and all these things like because 
I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm so tired. Like, I just want to find that one person that will love me forever. Which, first of all, I have me. But, you know, like, there's always these questions. And it's okay that you're asking yourself these things. And it's okay. Like, it's a process. And that's why the non-judgment has been helping me so much. Because it has allowed me to understand that it's all part of the process. And I talked of a few weeks ago about, you know, healing from heartbreak. So if you want to check out that episode, because I really talk about the process of grieving, the process of healing. And one of the most important things is being patient with yourself. And I, I fully, I've been fully backing that up with my own experience. Like, it's so important to be there for you. It's so important to witness your own process to witness the heartbreak to witness the process of like being in denial and being angry and being all these things and eventually reaching acceptance and even during acceptance you also have days or moments where you're going to be angry and upset and denying and whatever right so it's it's just embracing the paradox of like you can be okay and still be grieving. You can be okay and happy and excited and still be facing challenges. You can be angry and still and still be happy for the other person. You can be angry and still be a good person. All these things can coexist. And it's just about being understanding with yourself, towards yourself. So like, yeah, that's been a big one. And I think that... In general, as I was saying, like this year has not been going as I planned. I I really thought this would be com- I would be in a completely different like place right now, but at the same time, I think that again, this is exactly what I need to really be able to move forward because you can only grow into the like, the version of you that you probably envision, which is like kind of the highest self like oh i'm super successful like i'm a millionaire or i have the like life i've been dreaming of like in order for you to get there like you have many steps and each step has a new challenge each level has a new demon and and as you face those demons it sucks but then you understand oh wait like i look back and i see that i've grown i look back and i understand that i've been learning I've been integrating and I'm becoming a stronger, more resilient, more brave version of myself that will be able to hold space for all the abundance or even more abundance, even more love, you know? So yeah, it's it's very normal to go through all these moments. and And the other lesson, by the way, besides this one it has been about how important it is to live your life because <laughs> if you've been following me on instagram and you know if you've been like engaging with it and checking out all the content that i share and all the stories that i share like i realized when i had to take that break from social media like it hit me that I I have I hadn't been living my life. I was so hyper focused on making it work on my business and like kind of getting there that I forgot what life is about, which is about 
experiencing life. It's about living in the present moment, not living for the tomorrow, which is not even like certain. It's a potential tomorrow. It's a it's a possibility. But you don't know what's going to happen. You can literally be hit by a car. <laughs> you can literally like I don't know, change like careers or like someone can fire you or someone can like whatever. You can literally like so many things can happen tomorrow. And obviously it's good to have some kind of like goal or desire or whatever like, you know, it's it's good that you're giving yourself some something to look forward to, but it shouldn't have like more it should have more power than like understanding that you're here right now and every moment of the now let's say like every present moment is what will create your happiness like every second is a new opportunity for you to be happy and to to really actually just uh, kind of nurture yourself and every second of your life is an opportunity for you to experience something really good and it's it's a possibility for you to experience love to experience joy to have fun to actually enjoy yourself to no pleasure to no play not just about work it's not just about um like i guess getting to a finishing line it's about what are you doing with your todays what are you doing with each day that comes what are you doing with each present moment that you have because each of those moments is an opportunity for you to choose that and i'm not saying that like oh like choose the now because yolo like you only live once and so i'm not going to care i'm not going to save for tomorrow or i'm not going to like care about tomorrow because the truth is tomorrow is also going to be your today it's your today from tomorrow if you know what i mean so it's like um you also need to you know kind of have some kind of structure so tomorrow you know y- you can also feel secure and you can also like you also understand that you can expect safety or something that you can count with like that's a good thing but again you shouldn't live for the tomorrow and forget about your todays every day meaning that you're not enjoying your life and you're expecting yourself to enjoy your life tomorrow but tomorrow you're not going to enjoy your life again because tomorrow like the other tomorrow is coming and you want to ex- like you want to experience that joy then you know like what i'm trying to say is that you keep postponing your happiness when in reality like you get to create happiness right now and that's what i realized i was living to create momentum for my job and my career because i want to travel the world and i want to do different things and i want to have different experiences and i want to meet people and i want to i want to experience life not just from behind my desk or behind my couch or you know i don't want to experience my life like looking at a screen or watching a tv show i want to experience my life by going to places by meeting people by actually like putting myself out there uh, like i want to open myself to love to joy to freedom because freedom exists right now 
it it like not having the like money or not having the friends or not having the right circumstances does not have to stop you unless you decide that it stops you. I don't know I don't have money to travel right now. And this is the update that I want to give you actually, but I don't want to I, I don't I don't have money to travel right now. I don't I don't at all. Like I've been working on my business. I had to take a break from it. My side business has been kind of still too. Like nothing has been happening that much there too. Which gets to be okay because I'm trusting that, you know, things are unfolding and I am figuring it out. But I haven't sold like any courses or any one-on-ones, like any coaching, anything. So basically for the past two months... The only income that I've had has been from my Patreon, which is my side business. And it was enough to like pay for, you know, everything that I needed to pay for, like going out with a friend or two, going out to party. And it was good. Like, I'm so grateful for that money. I'm so grateful for that money. But it's not enough for me to travel or it's not enough for me to pay my coach, for example, or do all these other things. Like, it wasn't enough. And I'm still, and thankfully I had a coach that helped me with this um, because she helped me with, you know, the money mindset, the abundance and all of that. And I did a lot of my own inner work too because obviously like a coach can't do your own homework. Like you got to do it yourself. Like you got to face your own demons yourself. Like it's good that you have someone supporting you, but at the end of the day, you have to put the hands, your hands in the dirt. Like you got to do it yourself that's just fact but basically like i've been trusting that i will figure it out and i'm actually um starting to sell like or i'm gonna be doing a an online retreat um during summer either july or august i'm still not sure and that's the first offer that i'm gonna sell since i don't know when and and i'm trusting that it's coming like on the right time I needed this break because I wanted to figure a lot of things out and now I'm back at it again but the truth is it's gonna be in a few months which means that right now I still don't have like a very um a revenue that I'm expecting like to come in a specific way like again I have the patreon and my side business but apart from that from my own business I don't have money that I'm expecting unless it's for that right but I don't know. I'm keeping myself open. And what I realize is that, okay, so there aren't the perfect circumstances. I'm not going to have money to travel like I wanted to. I really wanted to spend summer, like a week somewhere, do something, visit a friend of mine. Like there's so many things that I want to do. I'm not going to have the money for that. The guy that I like is not in the same country as I am so I guess that's out of the picture which means that you know I want to find a new partner not now but eventually like I want to open myself to love and I want to open myself because I want love I want my career to work so I, I keep showing up I keep showing up for love because it is something that I desire for my future but it doesn't have to be today and it doesn't have to be tomorrow because I know that I can live without it And I desire to have money because I want to travel and go to fancy hotels or at least hotels. (laughs) And I want to travel and be able to eat like in good restaurants because I love eating. 
and I want to travel and I want to be able to, I don't know, like go to events or even concerts or yoga classes or retreats in other countries, in other places. And I want to be able to rent a car when I have a car and, and you know, just drive somewhere. I want to be able to do anything that I want. And obviously money gives me that extra freedom. But there are still ways of doing things. There are still ways of meeting people, of finding a partner, of traveling even. There's so many loopholes. There's so many unconventional paths that we're not even thinking about and we're not even considering because it's out of our comfort zone and it, it it's outside of the norm. Basically, like, it's not what, like, if you think about traveling, you think, okay, let me save up to travel, right? You don't think about maybe working for someone or, like, you know, taking pictures and, like, doing content for a hotel so you get there for free. You don't think about volunteering. You don't think about about backpacking and maybe, like, sleeping in your car. You don't think about renting an RV. Like, you don't think about all the other ways you can do stuff. But there are so many other ways. And I'm not saying that all of them have to be acceptable for you. Like, maybe I wouldn't choose certain things in order to travel. It all depends on what you're willing to do or not. But if you're not willing at all to look at unconventional ways of doing things, and you only accept one path, one way of doing what you want or reaching your goals, then can you really complain that you haven't been experienced life as you wanted? Like, for example, if you want to date, but you're not willing to put yourself maybe on certain websites or like, I don't know, apps or, you know, going outside and, and going to a, cof- a coffee shop and and like hoping that someone approaches you or approaching someone. Like if you're not willing to do more and you're just like sitting there and waiting for things to happen, can you really like blame the universe and life or the bad luck? No, because you're already limiting yourself so much. And that's what I realized. I was limiting myself. I desire to travel so much. Like, it's it's really important for me to experience things. And I don't know when I'm going to have, like, the money to fully experience these things the way that I was expecting that I was going to experience it. Uh, what I mean to say is, I I don't know when my life is going to look like what I want it to look like. Does that mean that I should say to myself, okay, then only when I get there, can I have the partner or the friends or the routine or the life that I desire? Like, is that fair? Because I don't think so. I really think that I get to experience life right now. I get to meet people right now. I get to travel right now. And I wanted to open myself up to that. So an opportunity came because, again, I was open. And what happened was, I actually have two stories about this. First of all, randomly, a guy approached me on the street and he was talking to me. And eventually he asked for my number. And and I was like, you know what? I want to keep my heart open. I don't know if this person is going to be good. I don't know if I'm going to like this person. He does seem nice. I don't know if he's like a fuckboy type of person or if he's a respectful uh, and and gentleman, like I don't know anything about this person, so this is a bit unconventional, and maybe 
like the fact that this guy is approaching me like is that a red flag should I feel like this is not the type of man that I want but the thing is I don't know until I know and I wanted to obviously like I didn't get weird vibes from him too because otherwise I would have said no like obviously I also trust my intuition on that but what I'm saying is my rational mind could have told me like a bunch of things my my rational mind could have told me like oh uh you're not that type of person like he's probably just looking for like whatever I could have put him in a box and told myself that it wasn't like possible for me to meet anyone unless I don't know but I decided that I was I was gonna stay open and so I said yes he was you know attractive and he was kind and I do think that it was brave of him to approach me and I did it and we have been on to like dates I guess we've we've met twice now and he's really kind and we've had fun and like do I think that this person is the love of my life no I hope he's not hearing this because I shared the podcast with him um no probably not my intuition tells me that this person is not it but do I regret saying yes also no because because this allows me to see that I am capable of putting myself out there like I was so scared when I met him for the first time because like I don't know him and I'm really awkward when I first meet people so I was really scared but as I got there I was like actually I don't feel fear at all like I'm I'm okay like it's okay it's just another person and and it was so chill like no problems at all we talked a lot and it was nice The other thing is, again, I really love traveling and that's been really important for me. And this year, I was actually planning on traveling to Italy with a friend of mine. But things changed, life happened. And honestly, I wouldn't even have the money to travel right now. And I started thinking, okay, um then I'm not going to travel <laughs> and then maybe I won't be traveling for years because I don't know when my business is going to be figured out until I have the money to do all these things but then I was like no I'm going to stay open because I don't know like who knows I don't want to tell myself that it's not possible because when I say it's not possible it only means that I don't believe it is it doesn't mean it actually isn't and so I decided to to tell myself, like, no, like, you know, we'll figure it out. I really want to travel. Like, maybe there's a way. And, you know, the universe also delivers. When you're open, the universe delivers. And I remembered a program that exists. I started looking for volunteering and all of these things. And eventually, like, I didn't find anything interesting because all of those volunteering things, like, even the ones that lasted three months, which was, like, kind of what I was looking for. I wanted to stay in a country for longer and just experience something completely different. But you had to pay, which is okay, but I didn't have that money. And I was like, okay, I can either wait for this money or I can find something else. Because I heard that there are programs or things that you can do for free and you work or you do something in exchange, but then you live with something or whatever. And eventually I find I found a program like that. 
which is called au pairing, which is basically you live with a family, you eat with them, you don't pay for your for the house or for you know your room. They give you house, they give you food, they give you maybe even like other expenses, and they give you pocket money, which means you can either see it as a little like salary of yours, or you can see it as, um, oh damn, there's a word for this. You know when parents give money to kids like on a monthly basis or whatever. For some reason, I can't remember the word, but you know, basically they give you some money, like each month. And obviously, depending on the family, you might get more money or less money. It depends. And this program is actually a thing, like worldwide. So you can go to any place in the world you desire. I chose Europe because I was like, I don't want to think about the passport right now. That would be extra expenses, which I can't or I don't think it's something that I want to do right now. And I decided to, you know choose a few countries i was mainly looking at italy because obviously i was already like i love italy i've been to italy two uh, two times right now but i'm just like obsessed with italy it's summertime so it's like you know italy feels like a vibe so i started looking there and i found a family in venice i've been in venice before last year actually which also has been a year since i've been there And I just fell in love with that city so much. And I know like, oh, but why would you come back to the same place? I get it. Look, I get it. But first of all, I'm going to be traveling because I, I have free days. I'm not always gonna, I'm not going to be working all the time, right? Like I have my free days. I'm actually going to have two weeks where I'm not going to have to work because the kids are on vacation, which means that I'm going to have time for my career, for my job, which, you know, as you know, I do the online business. I can be anywhere I want and still work and still do the podcast, still do the courses, still do coaching. I'm not going to be doing uh, one-on-one coaching because I do want to take time for myself and I want to make sure that when I do coaching, I'm 100% available. But my point is, it is possible for me to do this. And so I want to do Venice because Venice is so beautiful. I fell in love with that city. I felt so connected with it on a spiritual fucking level. And plus, you get to travel. Like, I can go on train and go to Verona and other city, Florence, Florencia, I don't know. Uh, other cities around Venice, yeah. And, and basically, it is official, guys. I am traveling to Venice. Like, I have the... I finally booked the flight, I have the contract, I have everything that I need, and it is official. And like, a few months ago, I was wondering like, this summer is kind of gonna suck because I'm not gonna do anything besides work, and I, I, I desire something new so badly right now, like, I want to experience life and I don't want to wait until I'm 30 to live my life, because maybe... Like, maybe it's not going to be when I'm 30. Maybe it's going to be in a year or two or a few months. I don't know. But I know that it's it's it takes time for your career to fully grow and flourish into, like, you know, uh, a, um, a millionaire, million dollar, million euro type of business, right? It takes time for it to grow into something that, like, allows me to afford 
my own place and allows me to travel anywhere I want and live anywhere I want. Like it takes time. So why should I like condition myself to believe that I can only do it then? Like, sure, this is unconventional and I will be kind of like, you know, taking care of the kids. The kids are um little older. They're not like, you know, babies. Um, But like, I'm okay with it. It's going to be challenging, I'm sure. It's going to test me. And it's also going to be really fucking cool because I'm going to be spending three months, guys, the entire summer in Venice, in Italy. I've been learning Italy for the past month now because I want to be make sure that I can speak to the kids as best as I can. And I'm so ready for it. Like, I want to experience this. And I'm happy for me. And I feel grateful for myself that I gave myself this option. Just like, you know, when a kid wants to do something, maybe you can't afford it. It doesn't mean that you don't try and figure out a way. And I'm so grateful that I gave myself a chance to figure out a way to do this and provide this for myself because it is something that I desire. And I'm so excited to meet like new people and really hot Italians, please. <laughs> Although I also have news about that. <laughs> There's a lot going on. It's been a lot of realizations and change and challenges and things that I'm like opening up to. It's like, okay, I'm all in. Like it's time to put myself up to this test and and level up. I'm ready. So yeah, that's the big news. I'm going to Italy and (laughs) I'm talking about hot Italians. But the truth is I've also decided something else, which is I am going celibate celibate until probably september if not the end of the year if you don't know celibate means basically not having sex not having sexual interactions like you know you know sex things not necessarily penetration but like um how do you call it like um play for for play yeah so all of those like all types of sexual activities, including self-pleasure. I know, literally a few weeks ago, I was talking about self-pleasure, having lots of fun with myself, but I think this is going to be a really good challenge for me. I'm a very sexual person, and I'm totally fine with that. This is not at all about like, oh, it's so wrong to be sexual. It's more like, let me see the realizations that I have when I take this away because I know that's a big thing for me especially when it comes to like you know meeting guys like sex is something that obviously very easily can connect you and even attach you to someone and it's for me it's so easy to want to give to want to give that away to someone that I care about because I want them to like stick around or I want to like for me that's kind of the like ultimate bond with someone, right? When I want to like have something serious with that person. And and I think I'm just curious to see what changes when I take that away. So if I meet I meet someone really interesting in Italy, <laughs> it's going to be fun to tell them like, "Look, 
I'm gonna be sexless for the next few months. So if you want to stick around, fine by me. But just know this. No, but for real, I think it's gonna help me understand myself on a deeper level because I know I have a lot of like sexual traumas. I know that I I very easily sexualize myself or just feel like the need to be sexual for other guys because I know that they also like it and I'm curious to see how much of it is my own sexual needs and how much it isn't and I'm just yeah curious to understand my own sexual energy I guess and I think this is a really good challenge and it is a fucking challenge let me tell you because like it's not even the sex part if I'm being honest like sure I missed that and it's been three months since I've had sex with someone um and so it's really weird but more weird than that is not giving myself pleasure because I've been doing that for way longer than I've than I've had boyfriend uh, boyfriends and partners like I've been doing that for a very long time I guess I don't have to talk about this right now because this is besides the point for today's like episode but I guess I can tell you that because I do want to normalize this and maybe you relate or maybe not but I've always been very premature in these things. Um, and the first time I masturbated and, you know, gave myself pleasure and had an orgasm. Like, it was probably, like, I was probably 13 years old. Probably. <laughs> Maybe less. I don't know. <laughs> well, I know that, yeah, I've been doing that for a long time. Because since then, I haven't stopped. And this is the first time that I'm, like, consciously stopping. It's not because I feel like it or don't. Because I'm not always, like, you know, giving myself pleasure and having orgasms. It just depends on my vibe, on my energy. It also depends on the, like, menstrual cycle, for example. There's some moments of the month that I feel more, like, horny and aroused. And I just feel more needy, like, sexually. And there's other moments where I don't feel like it at all. And I think I'm also curious to see how that's going to affect me, my mood, and and how much energy I actually give to it. So it's going to be a challenge, especially being in a different country and meeting, I'm, I bet, very attractive guys. Because Italians are so beautiful. <laughs> I can tell you this because I've been there twice. And they have style. Oh my god. But whatever. I guess food is going to have to do. <laughs> good food, good pasta, and gelato. I'm really excited about all of it. I think I'm ready to do it, or I guess not do it. (laughs) And, And yeah, like, see, I literally was talking about sex like a few weeks ago, and now I'm like in a different place. Because you can change, you can adapt, you're always in, in transitions, and I've been trying to embrace mine, and and yeah, it's been weird because suddenly it's like, oh, I feel like doing this or I feel like trying this. But like, I'm sure it's here for a reason. I'm sure it's showing up right now for a reason because I never thought about this before. So I'm trusting the process. I'm trusting my own transformations and my own transitions. And and I'm really excited to see who is the Bia, like who is the version of me that comes back after being in Venice and where I'm gonna be I know it's gonna be challenging sometimes maybe I'm gonna miss miss home maybe I'm gonna miss my own routine maybe I'm gonna miss my room and I'm gonna miss a bunch of things maybe I don't know but my point is 
that it like it, it's part of it there's always ups and downs in any journey like even if you stay where you're at forever and you stay inside of your comfort zone you're still you're still gonna have those bad moments so might as well do something that you know your soul calls you to do that feels aligned because the growth there is much more and so the person that you become is much stronger much more empowered much more confident Mo- like I, i'm gonna trust myself and i've been trusting myself so much more because i've been allowing myself to make these decisions and make these choices based on what i feel called to do and not necessarily based on what feels comfortable and what i think i have to do and what i think is the right way because there is no right way besides your own way even if i tell you that there's one way of doing things even if someone else tells you that like eventually you're gonna have to figure it out yourself you're gonna have to pave your own path no matter what 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 like no matter what and and so yeah that is it as always this was a big episode (laughs) i have always i always have so much to say but i think these are important because i want you to see that process and again i have no idea the person that i'm gonna be when i return from venice but i will keep you updated by the way because i'm gonna bring my mic with me and my laptop and i'm gonna be you know doing the weekly episodes as usual like guys you're not getting rid of me that is easily like you can't expect me every fucking thursday unless i'm in a really bad place you can expect me every thursday i'm just so committed to this podcast because i love it so much and i'm so ready to make this podcast blow up and i also i also know that i have a bunch of things to learn even about the podcast and about myself when it comes to you know how i show up and and just how i deal with whatever i know that this podcast is so successful and is has so much so much value and potential and i know it's going to grow a lot for the next few years and forever really and and yeah so i wouldn't stop i just i love you guys too much i love this podcast too much so yeah that is it and i i would love to hear from you so if you want to dm me and just share your like opinions or your i don't know anything that you feel like sharing from what i was also sharing with you guys i would love to hear about it so you can dm me on instagram and i'll talk to you very very soon guys Bye.